I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you very much for joining this week. I appreciate it. Uh, everybody's time is very valuable. I recognize that. And so spending a few minutes with me is is greatly appreciated. So thank you for that. Today, I would like to talk about presence and how you present yourself to other people. It's a, a very hot topic in corporate, a very hot topic among my clients. And it's something I get called in on uh, a number, a number of times for many different, many different organizations and industries and everything. The idea of executive presence, uh, a bit of a buzzword, but it's an important buzzword, I think, because it, it gets people thinking about uh, things beyond just the work that they have to do. It's how do people perceive you? And perception is a big topic. Perception includes executive presence, but it includes reputation. It includes all of these different things. And so the next few podcasts, I'm going to really focus on perception and managing your perception. And I've got a great guest lined up in a couple of weeks uh, who's a PR executive, uh, and he's going to talk a little bit more about managing reputation. Uh, but today, I specifically want to talk about in the moment presence. What are you doing to get people to see what you want them to see? And I ask questions, I ask these questions, and I ask clients and, and corporate workshops and everyone, if someone looked at you right now, what words would they use to describe you? And it's a very good question to ask because we don't normally think about what other people see. We just think about ourselves and our heads and everything else, and we feel cool or we feel miserable or whatever, but that's not necessarily what people see. And oftentimes what we think in our head and what other people see are very different. And so the first question to ask yourself is what do other people really see? And you could put yourself in different situations. What do people really see when you first meet them? What do people really see when you're in a meeting? What do people really see during a presentation? What do people really see when you're sitting on a bus? Whatever it is, what words would they use to describe you? And it's, it's a hard, reflective question to ask. It's a little bit of a realness exercise uh, because the answers may surprise you. Uh, it's not what people, what you want them to see. It's what do they actually see? And for some people, for some clients, it, it ended up being a little bit of a smack in the face. It was a little difficult. And they went and solicited feedback. And they were shocked at some of the answers they, they, they got. Uh, I had one client who went uh, and met someone um, who is a friend. And he's gotten to know this person. And he asked for the feedback. And the, and the person said, yeah, the first time I met you, you were arrogant as hell. And, and my client was a little crestfallen. He said, I, I would never have guessed that. I had no idea. And so the way that we present ourselves, what we think we're being confident, other people see arrogant. Uh, there are a lot of different nuances in the way that other people perceive us. And how do you manage that? And so I would encourage everyone, the first question really to ask is, what do other people really see when they look at you in many different situations? Because you and your reputation is predicated on what happens in the moment when people are in front of you. And it's not just in a meeting. It's not just when you're presenting. It's when you're barreling down the hallway and tripping over people. It's when you cut people off on the highway. It's when you, uh, you know, put someone down uh, over a lunch meeting, whatever it is. It's how you act in the moment and what do people always see? And it's a great question to ask. I learned it the hard way. 
uh, I, apparently I have a very vicious resting bitch face, which makes people think I'm angry. My resting, but my wife tells me about it all the time. And she reminds me when it's coming out. She goes, resting bitch face, resting bitch face. Uh, and in actuality, I'm very happy, right? I'm usually just perfectly happy. And I'm, that's just like my thinking face, which is a, a very unfortunate thing for me that my thinking face makes people think I'm angry. Uh, but when I found out it was impacting the way other people reacted to me or that they were thinking twice about approaching me at the office or uh, anything, that, that it changed the way that people wanted to, to deal with me or include me, I knew it was time to make a change. And it's a little funny to watch a 40-year-old guy practice smiling, but I had to do that because it wasn't necessarily, I was perfectly happy, but other people weren't seeing it. So knowing what other people see and while you can't control what they see or how they perceive you, but being aware of it will impact the way that you act. Which brings us to the next question to ask. Once you know what people actually see, ask yourself the question, what do you want them to see? All right, I didn't want people to see me as angry. I want them to see me as welcoming. I want them to see me as someone who's smart. I want uh, to see them to see me as someone that they want to include in their reindeer games. Whatever it is, uh, I want them to be, I want to be approachable, right? And so my resting bitch face didn't allow me to be approachable. And so what are the words that you would want people to use to describe you. And there are countless words in the English language, okay? It's flooded with words, and each word is nuanced in its definition. So when you're picking the words that you want to use, when you say, you know, you meet someone, when they walk away and say, oh, what words would you use to describe this person that you just met? What words do you want them to use? And generally, people start off with easy ones, like smart, funny, um, uh, you know, welcoming, whatever it is, right? The, this basic stuff. But when you take these words, go further, right? When you say smart, what do you mean by smart? Do you mean in intelligent? Do you mean book smart? Do you mean cultured? Uh, do you mean, you know, smart in terms of uh, a great conversationalist? You know, there are a lot of ways that you could go deeper and deeper and deeper. And when you get those deep answers, that nuanced definition then that actually becomes a little more real to you. Then it becomes something that you can act upon. Because the next question, the final question you ask on what do you want them to see is how are you going to communicate that? And when you understand the nuance in the words that you want people to use, that allows you to dictate your actions. So pick three to five words. What words do you want them to use to describe you? And then you focus on how to communicate that. Okay, and communicating that isn't with words. Okay, if you want to tell someone that you're a great leader, nobody's going to believe you. They have to experience that. You can't just tell people that you're fun. They have to experience that, right? Fun is subjective, let's be honest. And most people are not fun. I'll be, they're just not. Um, but in order to make people experience it, you have to show it. You could tell anybody that you're the greatest writer on the planet, but until you hand me your novel, I'm really not going to believe you. Okay, And so when you figure out the words that you want to communicate, whether it's cultured, intelligent, wise, what are those words? And then how are you going to show people in a meeting that you are kind, confident, wise? You don't tell people that you're confident. People see it. And what are you doing during your commute? And all these other places where you're meeting new people, how do they feel it and see it without you having to tell them? It's through our actions, not necessarily our statements, that our presence is understood. 
and how much of an executive we are, how much of a leader we are, whether it's in our community, whether it's at the office, whatever it is. So the type of person that you want to dictate and say that you are and that you want other people to see, it really comes down to showing them so that they can experience it in the moment. We already know that first impressions drive everything. It leads to a lot of biases later, all of this stuff. Use that to your advantage. Okay. What are the things, the characteristics, the the traits that you want to exude, that you want other people to see, that you want other people to believe? I have clients before they go into a networking event, before they go into a meeting, they have a little card with their words and they think about it and they say, all right, will these people see a a cognitive person? Will these people see a, a fun person today? And when you remind yourself of the words that you want to use, it changes the way that you interact with people, okay? If you want to remind yourself before you go into a networking event that you want to be fun, you're going to be smiling more. If you want to be kind, well, you know what? You might impact, uh, it might impact the people that you approach uh, to speak to, right? Or maybe you'll reach out to people that you normally wouldn't speak to because, you know, it's not really within your circle or whatever it is, okay? So finding the words that you want to exude and then acting upon it, that's testing things out. That's the way to make that change. And that's the way to really show the presence that you want to show, okay? And now in the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about um, really the difference between reputation and presence, managing reputation and presence, and all of that kind of work. And again, as I said before, I've got a great guest lined up. It's going to be wonderful. So uh, words versus actions, that's the... uh, uh, the, the lesson of the day, align them, align the words and the actions. It's, it's an age old um, adage that you need to remember, uh, speak softly, carry a big stick, whatever it is that you want to do, uh, be the person that you want to be, but you have to articulate what that is in your mind so that other people can see it. Okay. So with that happy presence, uh, have a happy week. I hope it's very productive. And as always, on the website, bellwetherhub.com, come see it. Come see the upcoming events. There are some amazing networking events, especially for people in New York City that uh, I'm going to be taking part of, uh, and I'm going to be launching a few other events uh, coming up soon. So I look forward to seeing everyone out there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellweatherhub.com, where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.